Well, hey, fans of Biblical Genetics, this is Dr. C. Welcome to episode number 14. This is an extra special one for me because something happened to me last week when I posted this on YouTube. My uh, video exploded. In fact, I uh, just sat down on my front porch to do a quick review of the pandemic trailer that had so many people have been sharing. And there's significant problems I saw with it. And I wanted to point it out. And so I just sat on my front porch, the sun is setting, um, it's cold and I'm kind of shivering a little bit and I just whipped it together. And that was um, on a Wednesday night. I finally got it edited and posted by about 12.30 in the morning. When I sat down to work at 7.30 the next morning, I had 3,000 views. That's double my last highest episode. It's like, oh, what just happened? Well. By the time it finally peaked, it peaked at just over 100,000 views about three or four days later. And I tell you what, um, I was shocked. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I had no idea how popular a subject this would be. I had no idea how much hate mail I was going to get. I have never been called so many names. It's really, in one sense, exciting to have something had gone you know, nearly viral. On the other hand, it's so depressing and disappointing just to be insulted by so many different people. <laughs> anyway, I love doing this. I really love um, trying to communicate important ideas with people. And something that's very important to me, not for everybody, for, for me, is accurate speaking. Now, I struggle with it. I'm constantly mumbling and constantly misstating things and stepping on my own toes. And yet I'm out in public anyway because I really have a desire for accurate reporting of information. In this particular case, this pandemic video, the more I watch this trailer, and it's a strange trailer because it's 20 minutes long. I mean, trailers for movies aren't 20 minutes long. So it was a significant outtake from the movie. And I saw that they're playing fast and loose with some of the information distressingly so I mean shockingly so and I do know that um, Judy Mikovits who's uh, featured in this uh, very heavily in this section a couple of things she said that weren't factually correct uh, one of them I didn't point out in the video was that um, she said that you know, she was arrested with no warrant well that's not true there was no warrant in California where she was but she had just left the state she had been a resident of and the warrant was issued in that state. It's actually an out-of-state warrant that she was arrested for. And yes, she was put in jail. And yes, all the charges were dropped. And it's a giant mess between her employer and her and campaign finance irregularities and judges that recuse themselves from the case because, you know, her boss had donated to the judge. And oh, what a, what a giant, giant, giant mess. But I honestly do not think that anyone is trying to suppress the information. Her paper, the sem seminal paper that's under discussion, was rescinded because her laboratory and other laboratories around the world could not validate the data. And it really does look like it was viral contamination or, or sample contamination. She concluded in the paper that viruses were causing autism. Later on, she concludes that they also cause cancer. And she's making aspersions towards COVID-19 and other odd things here. And it's, it's, it's a little frustrating because in a long excerpt like this video, they can't get to all the information they're going to present later. And I don't want to be caught out saying they're saying X, Y, and Z, but they're really not. Because, you know, you've seen movie trailers where they, uh, they put out some stuff, right? And you think this is a story, then you watch the movie and it's not the story that the trailer showed. That's a really neat way to do it. I mean, you can get interest in your movie and then change it up. So at the end, it's a surprising story. But this is not that way. I have um, very sadly spent a long time in my life studying conspiracy theory. If you go to creation.com, type in conspiracy, you'll see my article 
uh, why CMI does not do conspiracy theory. You'll also notice there's are links to flat earth theory. I've done a lot of work on that. Uh, geocentrism, I've done a lot of work on that. I also have a very important article, at least for me, called How to Think, Not What to Think. See, thinking to me is, is really important. I don't care if people disagree with me. I don't care at all if people disagree with me. But if they're going to disagree, I want them to be stating facts correctly so that we can have a reasonably intelligent conversation on a subject. Now, what you're about to hear is so far my longest video that I produced. I am not going to go into whether or not Anthony Fauci is evil or Bill Gates is really trying to take over the world. That, that's side issues. I'm addressing what is stated in the video and what is not correct in the video and why we need to be very cautious when we expose ourselves to information like this. Now, I'm not telling you not to watch it. I'm not telling you not to think these things. I'm telling you, in my opinion, my, my own opinion, we need to be factually correct. That's all. So, I'm going to turn you over now to um, the edited edition of my video. Now, the video that hit 100,000 or more views, I did a second one where I toned it down a little bit. I took out some of the sarcasm, took out a little bit of my jokes and some of the rabbit trails, and I tried to make it more succinct and just more deliberate and, you know, on point. I, I tend to be a little folksy and yuck, 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 ha, ha, ha sort of thing, and I, I like little mistakes, little jokes in my work, but in this case, it was a little bit too much. It was distracting, and a couple of the portions, in a couple of the sections of the video, I wasn't super accurate in what I said, and so I wanted to erase those just so I had a good spot on, you know, factually correct, information thing for you to listen to. If you want more information on this, I've got a, a lot more info, background material on the website on biblical genetics, this episode. Uh, so consult the show notes. There's some really good stuff there. There's a lot of these articles point back to creation.com, to things that I and other people have written. And if you'd like to support the work of this show, please consider buying me a coffee. The app's right there on our website. It's easy to do. You click on it, either PayPal or not PayPal, and just, you know, drop a couple coins in my cup. And I would really appreciate it because I tell you what, this was such a massive amount of work. I had no idea what was coming when I posted this the other day. The number of emails that I've responded to, the number of comments on YouTube I've responded to, my Facebook feed exploding. This has been singularly amazing. So I hope what I'm about to share is going to be encouraging to some of you. Uh, if not, or if you disagree with me, that's fine. You can send me a note if you like. I might answer it because I've been answering so many others. This is straight from the heart of Dr. C. Don't be swayed by the pandemic hype. Well, hey, fans of Biblical Genetics and Critical Thinking, this is Dr. C. I'm coming at you today from my front porch, and I love communicating information to people. Now, this video is called Plandemic Part 1 with Dr. Judy Mikovits. What do you think my response is going to be? You see, I'm a scientist. I'm trained to think and write like a scientist. I'm also fascinated by the human mind, and I want to teach people how to think, not necessarily what to think, because I want to know why people are thinking what they're thinking. But, you know, just because something is conspiratorial, and this video is conspiratorial, does not mean it's necessarily wrong. But since so many people have already seen this, already gotten a lot of exposure, and it has already entrapped a lot of people, let's tear it apart. Okay, details. There's no actionable information here. 
They make lots of aspersions and allegations, okay, but they don't provide many details. This is on par for conspiracy theory. The video is craftily edited, but it leads to a lot of non sequiturs. That's uh, Latin for something that does not follow. You say this, but that makes no sense to say that next. So lots of non sequiturs, lots of false connections, and a lot of hanging accusations. Very powerful to leave something hanging there. Take a look at the video yourself if you want to. Watch specifically the cuts when they go from one thing to another. Ask yourself, did they answer the question they were just uh, addressing and is what they say next follow from what they just said. And you will notice if you look really carefully that they jump. They don't actually logically connect things together. But this has the, the effect of making the viewer connect to all sorts of dots that aren't necessarily true and are not necessarily connectable. It's a good way to deceive people, to tell them something they're already kind of leaning, you just kind of push them in that direction. Oh, but you're not gonna say it directly. You're just going to let them infer it. This is not good. So about eight minutes in, after all this stuff that really means nothing, they finally talk about the Bay-Dole Act and the fact that universities are now cranking out lots of patents. But I get to ask the question, why is that bad? I have a patent, USPTO number 7291711. 7291711. You can look it up. I pursued that through the University of Miami. Without their support, there would have been no patent. I never would have done the work. There would have been no marketable product. Can that system be abused? Oh yeah, of course, every human system will be abused. But they go from there to something about um, public sector employees that are making money off such things. But you know, the last thing I checked, the University of Miami is a private university. And I wasn't working for the government. And my grant money came through internal channels. This is just an example of the poor or perhaps deliberate editing that leads to a non sequitur and a hanging accusation. If they want to make a case against Bay Dole, they failed. Yeah, they, and at the same time, they left a sour taste in the viewer's mouth. The effect is palpable in its effect, even though they were fallacious in their execution. Is Bay Dole good or bad? From what they said, I don't no, but I do know it benefited me. Now, she also says she's not anti-vax, but then she says vaccines have killed millions while providing no details. This is par for the course. Without any background information, the viewer is left with no ability to judge what is said. I do, however, agree with one of her positions on the coronavirus. There is no evidence it was engineered. It may also have come from a laboratory. Yet, we don't know either way because it can still be naturally occurring. Now she says, quote, if it was naturally occurring, it would take 800 years to occur. Huh? How does she know there's no other viruses floating around out there that are different from what we've seen before? I mean, just last week, I read a newly published paper in the Proceedings of National Academy of Sciences on honeybee gut viruses. What they discovered were entirely new classes of viruses things no one had ever seen before, brand new to science. And yet the video jumps from new viruses to conspiracy theory, trying to link the biological lab at Fort Detrick, Maryland, to the labs in Wuhan, China. Now, yes, the US government was experimenting. Yep, but we deemed those experiments too dangerous and we stopped it. There is no direct link between the US government and the Chinese labs, other than some financial agreements, which 
probably Uncle Sam should not have been involved with, but that's something the future will figure out. It could be true. There could be a link. But just stating the possibility is not the same thing as proving it to be so. And I wonder why it's wrong for a doctor to diagnose a patient with a disease if the doctor suspects the patient has that disease. Isn't that the way things work? Or if a doctor suspects something contributed to a patient's death, why would it be wrong to write that on the death certificate? She also claims there is an untested influenza vaccine that was used on elderly people in Italy. Wow. But she gives no proof. After this, she claims H1N1 is highly pathogenic. Yeah, I've written on the H1N1 virus. You can look it up. Go to creation.com, type in H1N1. You'll see my uh, creation articles on creation.com, but also a link to something I publish in the so-called secular uh, scientific literature on H1N1. It is not highly pathogenic. She then says dogs have lots of coronaviruses. Okay, but COVID-19 is not a canine coronavirus. And a cell culture is not a dog. You know, despite her claims, the effectiveness of hydroxychloroquine is circumstantial. The statistics are only now coming in. Do I believe it helps? Yeah, I do. Can I prove it? No, I can't. Would I go on record as a professional saying it works? No way. We simply don't know, and I can easily be wrong. Hunches are not evidence. And she claims there's a medicine that has been withdrawn so that it could not be used to help people with autism. This, again, is conspiratorial. There might be something to the claim, but they fail to present evidence that the viewer can use to double-check for themselves. It boils down to, trust me, I know. Yet the pattern I see here is all conspiracy-driven. So, no, I have no reason to trust anything being said. And following that, she claims there are natural remedies that, quote, cannot be patented and have been, quote, shut down. Unquote. This follows right after the hydroxychloroquine section. Yet this drug is also not natural. Scare quotes. Do you think that natural remedies that you get from, say, Whole Foods are not patented or copyrighted or that the intellectual property is not otherwise protected? I got two words for you. Jonas Salk. Look him up. He did not patent his amazing discovery. He could have been a multimillionaire and pass on the idea. And people don't have polio because of Salk. Yeah, I know the only naturally occurring polio today is coming from the vaccine. That's not actually true, but the epidemiologists are aware of this and they are taking steps to remedy this. One type of polio is gone from the world. Another type of polio is about to be eradicated, just like smallpox was. Thank you, Lord, that smallpox is gone. What a wonderful world we live in where we can get rid of some diseases like that. That's nuts. And polio is nearly there thanks to the dedicated work of many clinicians, experimenters, people in the industry. But they really get into cons the conspiracy mindset when they say things like, quote, the game is to prevent the therapies until everyone is infected, unquote. To this point in the video, everything is circumstantial and lacks documentation. Finally, a long way in, she says, and I quote, flu vaccines increase the odds by 36% of getting COVID-19. The interviewer asks, where does that data come from? And they flash up a paper. Well, I stopped the screen. I looked at it. I typed into Google. I found the paper. I read the paper. This is Wolf GG 2020, Influenza Vaccination and Respiratory Virus Interference Among Department of Defense Personnel During the 2017-2018 Influenza Season. 
go to biblicalgenetics.com and you can find a link to that. In fact, I would like a lot of you to go to biblicalgenetics.com just to see what some of the work I'm doing. They showed this paper and finally gave me something that I could sink my teeth into. In that study, they indeed discovered an elevated risk of getting coronavirus after a flu shot. Within that population of soldiers, during that flu season, but that is not the coronavirus. We're talking about common cold coronaviruses, which are entirely different viruses, completely different means of infection, and I assume action within the cell. But notice the wording of the title of the paper I just quoted you. During the 2017-2018 influenza season, COVID-19 was unknown at that time. In short, she is a liar. I just demonstrated it, and I'm sorry to be so harsh, and I'm sorry for some of you who are watching this video believing it. You need to unbelieve it. These people are not telling the truth. Not being dissuaded, she says, coronaviruses, I'm quoting again, coronaviruses are in every animal. So if you've ever had a flu vaccine, you were injected with coronaviruses. What on earth is that? That is not science. That is coming out of outer space. Completely fallacious. Then they cut to some guy in like a scrubs, lab coat, doctor's outfit. He's not introduced. They don't give him any credentials. We have no idea who this person is, unless we already know. On his, um, his coat, it says, Dr. Arison, AUC emergency physician. And that's all we know. Yet he claims that sheltering in place will cause your immune system to drop. Nonsense you'll still be exposed to staph and strep and lots of other things. Why? Because they're on our skin, they're on every surface. We're constantly bathed in microbes that our immune system has to react with. He says people are worried about things I indeed need to survive, unquote. Yeah, things like deadly coronaviruses. Yeah, we should be worried about some things. And no, we don't need every single germ in the world to survive. This is nonsense. So another guy in Scrubs appears. He claims that masks and gloves reduce your bacterial flora and increase your risk of opportunistic infections. Yeah, that's more nonsense. He then claims that a huge amount of illness will be rampant after we reopen. In fact, I quote, he says, I guarantee it. But people who make incorrect predictions should be laughed at. So gird up your loins, buddy, because it's going to be a lot of fun for the rest of us to point out that there was not a giant wave of infection of other things after we reopen. He, they also say, wearing the mask actually activates your own viruses. I'm quoting, you're getting sick from your own reactivated coronavirus expressions, unquote. Yeah, somebody needs to tell these people about the germ theory of disease. This is just incredibly naive and, and radically weird and completely not true. There's nothing scientific about this. Run away. And they say, quote, why would you close the beach? You've got sequins in the sand, dot, dot, dot. Healing microbes in the salt water, dot, dot, dot. That's insanity. No, insanity is believing that sand and salt water can cure COVID-19. Quote, these institutions that are polluting our environment and our bodies, dot, dot, dot. There's no dissenting voices allowed anymore in our free country. Oh, come on. No dissenting voices. That's just a little bit too strong. And they quote, they're just driving us to hate each other, dot, dot, dot. We'll take down the system with information like this, unquote. No, if your information is no good, all you're going to do is cause confusion and mistrust. Unless that's your goal. But then I might start accusing you of being a communist. So let's not go there. She describes how one must toe the party line and how contrarian people often have publishing difficulties. Okay, that's true for all of us. That's basic human nature. People in power resist change. What's new? There's nothing new under the sun. Oh, but then she drops the bombshell. Quote, 
scientific journals would twist the discovery they should have healed all, unquote. Wow, she has the universal cure. I've heard things like that before. They never turn out to be true. Leftleaningsnopes.com said she was jailed for theft, not for discovering a deadly virus was being delivered through vaccines. Now, is that true? Was she framed? I don't know, but there's too much misinformation here. And based on the pattern of what she's saying, I don't trust this woman. The final clip of Dr. Fauci predicting a, quote, surprise outbreak, unquote, that, quote, we will see in the next few years, unquote, is just more controversy. All you have to do is look at human history. Pandemics have struck us throughout our existence. They're always a surprise. They have happened before. They will happen again. If Fauci, the WHO, the UN, Fort Detrick, and every scientist at every lab in China suddenly disappeared, we will still have pandemics. It's called biology. In conclusion, this material is dangerous. The people are not telling the truth. Beware. In the end, I want people to turn away from thinking like this. There are better things to meditate on. Look up good news on creation.com. Very good things to meditate on. It especially kills me when my Christian brothers and sisters fall into tactics that these spin masters, I mean, literally they're weaving a web of de deceit and people get trapped by it. Being afraid of the world system is not what we're called to do. Preaching Christ and his coming kingdom is what we're called to do. Yet there was no mention of Jesus in that video. Imagine that.